Hello and welcome to Box Office Culture. I am your host, Tony Nunes, coming to you live from the United Theater as always. I am back today with a pretty exciting episode. We, we kind of joked about this in our last episode, but we decided, you know what, let's try this social experiment. I don't know. I don't know if it's a social experiment. It's an experiment, though. Our guest today is going to be ChatGPT. And if you know what ChatGPT is, then you know how weird this is going to be. ChatGPT is an artificial intelligence chatbot developed by OpenAI. Uh, ChatGPT uses something called transfer learning, which is a, a research problem in machine learning. It's all about focusing and applying knowledge gained while solving one task to a related task. It's a learning model. It's, a, it's an artificial intelligence learning model that is kind of taking the world by storm in kind of a very fast Slightly terrifying, but also incredibly useful way. We'll talk a little bit more about that, a little bit more about what ChatGPT is, the implications of ChatGPT. But the reason we're having ChatGPT as our guest today is because we mentioned in our last episode this inevitable future where AI could possibly be writing scripts or uh, even directing or filming movies. There's another thing called deepfake technology, uh, which I'm sure some of you have seen videos of this where they take a famous actor and kind of impose their face over something else. Uh, even big Hollywood blockbusters have have used this for like de-aging actors like Harrison Ford in the new Indiana Jones movie. It's amazing what you can do with technology and it's amazing how AI is driving some of this. And we wanted to talk about the implications of that on the future of film and television. Uh, and we thought, yeah, that's a great concept. That's a great topic. But what if we brought in ChatGPT as the guest, an actual AI, and talked to the AI and asked the questions to the AI about that potential future of, of film and television? So that's what we're doing today. It's going to be interesting. We have zero idea of what to expect. Uh, we have not prepped this. We have not pre-asked the questions of the AI. We have no idea. So this is a real fun experiment. Uh, and we're excited to have you along for the ride. So with that, welcome again to Box Office Culture. We'll be back after the break. And welcome again. Our guest today, as I mentioned, is ChatGPT, who we're going to bring on in a few minutes. But my other guest, as has been the case for many episodes, is our podcast producer here at the United Theater, Mr. Lee Metzger, who also hosts a podcast here in the United Theater Network called The Load-In. Hello and welcome to me, to this podcast, Box Office Culture. Hello, everyone. If you listened to last week's um, The Load-In, you would know that I was in space I have fallen to uh, Earth once more, and I'm happy to join Tony here on Box Office Culture. Hello, Tone. And as if one robotic personality wasn't enough. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so, like that may be a uh, criticism of me. That was a dig, but it's it's an inaccurate dig because Lee is actually a charismatic, interesting, and wildly creative individual, and, and I love having him on, so that's why he's back again. Wow. Yeah. Starting off, I'm already crying. It's uh, okay. This is a cry. huge, huge moment for me. Cry. It's it's okay because you know what doesn't cry? Mm. Artificial intelligence. At least I don't know if it does. Maybe we can ask 
that question. We'll find out today. When we bring ChatGPT in. So as I said at the at the start of the episode, ChatGPT is an artificial intelligence chatbot. It's it's considered open AI. It ChatGPT is probably the most widely known and widely used at this point and it's it's crazy, but ChatGPT only came out in November of last year. It's fairly new technology. It's wild. And so just to give a little primer on um kind of how ChatGPT is already taking the world by storm. Uh, a lot of colleges are having issues with ChatGPT because what happens is you, you you can ask this program questions. You can also say, help me write a, uh, a thesis on, and then you give it the talking points, and it pulls all of this information because, again, this is, this is transfer learning. It's pulling this information. It's learning. Every time it answers a question, it's learning more and pulling more and growing and growing. Uh, just like a terrible, terrifying science fiction film mm-hmm. in real life. Um, but colleges, students are using this to write their papers and to do their homework. And college professors are having a hell of a time keeping up with it because the answers and the output, because it's transfer learning, are different every single time. So colleges can't track this. So what they're doing is like implementing old school things like having students handwrite their essays and and things like that, hoping that it helps. Um, That's just one of the many things that ChatGPT is is changing. Another thing that I think it's changing, I I see it because, uh, you know, I've used it myself um, to do some copywriting and things like that. I think the whole copywriting and, 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 you know, in some ways writing in general, uh, especially writing for for marketing and things like that, is going to start being taken over by by these chats, these open AIs. Yep. I don't think creative writing is in as much jeopardy yet, but as this grows and as it learns, I think the creative writing, I, I will say everything I have done copywriting wise with chat GPT or, or uh, you know, with the help of chat GPT has been really well written. Yeah. However, sometimes it gets a lot of the facts wrong. Yeah. So, it also kind of lands in like an uncanny valley. Like technically, like this is it is well written, um, but it's like th- there is no voice in it. Like when 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 you when you read something, you can often hear like the author's voice within it. There's like a cadence to it, or yeah. there's like certain yeah. affectations that that come through the page. Some might say a soul. Yeah, indeed. Um, but with these things, with, with the stuff that Chat GPT pumps out it's like this is all true and t- well maybe not all when you're when you're looking into like a- academic things like that but if you're making like a copy it's incredibly vanilla and there's just no personality behind it no it's i mean it's well written the sentiments are there if you need like very it's, corporate it works it's like corporate it's, it's, a, it's also yes. greeting card it's very greeting yes. card so if you you're like hey i need to write this great sentiment for this thank you note that I'm writing to someone I barely know. I mean, you can put it into chat GPT and, and what it comes out with is generally a pretty nice thank you letter that that's well-written and mm-hmm. sounds great. However, if you start putting things in there, uh, you know, asking it questions about facts and I, I did this, I tested this. Um, I asked some questions about myself. I asked some questions about my partner um, and they got these answers pretty wrong so like it started out great it was pretty it was pretty devastating uh because you told me that you were like hey 
uh, I, I did this. Check this out. It's so interesting. Like it knows these. It, it can. It can. Uh, you know, troll the internet for information, and then it'll feed you back to it. It'll feed it back to you. And that was kind of exciting for me. I was like, oh, I'm a narcissist. I want to. I want to. <laughs> I want to hear myself. So I went on a chat GPT and I was like, what can you tell me about Lee Metzger? And it was like that person has nothing important about them. And I was like, okay, <laughs> well, that's fine. What about Lee Metzger of uh, of southeastern Connecticut? And it was like, no, seriously, dude. Like, what you need to do is you need to find. Uh, you need to find the point. I need where to do can... something notable. No, you need to find <laughs> the point that that you know you exist on the internet. Yeah. So you have to start there. So for me, I was like, there's a lot of articles and and coverage of the United Theater. So me on the internet. I'm probably associated with the United Theater, and that's how it's going to know I'm talking about me. So sure. I said, what do you know about Tony Noons of the United Theater? And it got a lot of it right. Um, it, it had some great copy it wrote about the theater that I was like, this is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it, it said I was a, a prior to working here, I was a, a Hollywood agent uh, working in L.A. and New York. I, I I glazed over that part of my life apparently because yeah. that never happened. Yeah. My partner, I did the same thing. Uh, hers said that she has been in her job since she was, I think, 12 years old. So it's it's pretty interesting. It, it, it does get the facts wrong, which which is great, um, you know, for college professors and things like that. That's probably a red flag if some of the factoids are wrong. Yeah. But again, the writing, not so, not so terrible. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless... We're bringing ChatGPT on to talk about the future of film and television. And we're going to bring ChatGPT up in a minute. Uh, We're going to ask it some questions. We're going to read its answers, um, maybe in a a fun voice. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what what ChatGPT has in store for us. But we're handling this like it's an actual guest here with us. So we're asking the questions. We're reading them live on the air. We have not prepped any of this. Um, And... You know, we had this idea, but it, it's even more notable now because it's more current, actually, because there's a, a writer strike going on right now in Hollywood. Um, and this writer strike is going to set back uh, film productions and especially television productions. You know, if you're waiting for the new season of your new show that you've been waiting a year for, well, prepare for another year of waiting at least yeah. until this writer's situation gets resolved um, because. You know, nobody's writing new scripts. Um, it's on hold. It's a writer's guild strike. This, and, this happened years ago, and it's it, if if you're like me, and you're like really into a show, like Lost, yeah, you know, around yeah. the fourth season. Is that when this happened watching, last time when Lost was still on TV? Yeah, and ah. then there are like these two seasons of, or at least one season that is just so terrifically bad mm-hmm. that like and. Of course, I mean, I don't want to get too much into Lost right now because, like, there is this whole, you know, J.J. Abrams, act, like, the mystery box. He yes. never actually really knew what was happening. And um, it was more important to keep the truth hidden than than reveal anything. Just keep adding mysteries. But um, uh, it definitely made um, a show that was probably going downhill even worse. Because well, some, you some get these say... people, these scabs that, like... Scabs, exactly. Yeah, that that come in and they're like, well, hey, if <laughs> I'm, uh, I technically know how to write. I know the structure that um, a screenplay should should. I know what it should look like. Um, but then you end up with, you know, Nikki and Paolo. Uh, yeah. These episodes of Lost that are 
Well, some some could say the mystery box, in essence itself, is that it's, it's, it could be J.J. Abrams going to uh, an app and saying, uh, you know, make something up here. Here, I'm gonna pick. It's like a Wu Tang Clan name generator. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like I'm gonna pick these three things, and this is gonna determine the plot of this episode. But that's what AI Smoke is. Smoke monster. That's polar old, bear. That's old school <laughs> AI, though, yeah. right? I mean, that's how Childish Gambino got yep. his name. He put he. he did one of those Wu Tang name generators, um, and that was that's old AI technology. But now here we are with this like crazy new technology, where you can say like, "Here's some plot points. Here's some characters. Or here, AI, watch the first three seasons of my show. Mm. Learn about these characters and their character development. Now you write the next script, and you see what comes out of it. And then you have, you might not have a fully polished, perfect script to work with, but you definitely have the bone structure of something to start with, yep. um, which makes the writer's job a lot easier. So we're, we're really like careening towards that right now. And it's, it's kind of scary. Um, yeah. And it's empowering. Writers. It's empowering these studios to push back against writers because these, the idea that, you know, a, a, a good television show is going to have an entire room of staff writers. Um, and then after that, they're going to have people who come in to punch up scripts that are, even more writers and the idea that like well you can get most of this done using a website and then one writer yeah is like that that's kind of like there was an article that i was reading about just that like this idea that a television show only needs one writer now yeah. that ai is like well you could call this episode from the writer's room to the server room like Ooh. you like that yeah, i think somebody get... could title this episode that for real though that's because that's what this is mm-hmm but it's crazy. So we're going to talk about that. Um, we're going to bring ChatGPT on in a second. And I think we're going to lead off talking about, um, let's let's start out talking about, actually, no, we're going to start out, we're going to ask for ChatGPT to introduce itself. Um, so we're going to take one more quick break and we're going to bring on ChatGPT. See you in a minute. Hi there, my name is Lee Metzger, host of The Lowdown, where you can find news and discussions about upcoming events, movies, author talks, concerts, comedy shows, and more. A new episode comes out every other week, making sure that you stay up to date with the latest information about all the exciting things going on at The United. You can also look forward to hearing exclusive interviews with local and visiting artists, touring musicians, comedians, those featured authors, and others. Hear them talk about their experiences at the United, upcoming projects, all sorts of things. So make sure to subscribe to the Lowden on your podcasting app and turn on notifications so you can stay up to date with the latest info on the United Theater. Now back to the show. All right, we are back and we are bringing on our guest, our, our special guest for today, um, which is ChatGPT. Uh, so welcome, ChatGPT. Uh, welcome to Box Office Culture. You are our first AI guest on the podcast. Uh, let's start out. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself for anyone who doesn't know you? Hello, and thank you for having me on the podcast. I am ChatGPT, a large language model developed by OpenAI. As an AI language model, my main function is to generate human-like responses to text-based prompts, allowing for natural language processing in conversation. I was trained on a vast corpus of text from the internet and can answer a wide range of questions on various topics. 
While I don't have personal experiences or emotions, I can provide insights and information based on my training data. Well, that's great. Welcome to the show. <laughs> it's so awkward. Oh, well. All right. Well, that's great. Welcome to the show. Um, I guess let's start off this conversation then uh, and talk about the Writers Guild strike and what's going on there. Uh, do you, as an AI, have an opinion on the WGA writer strike that's happening right now? As an artificial intelligence, I don't have personal opinions or emotions, but I can provide some information about the current Writers Guild of America, WGA, strike. The WGA strike, which began on May 2, 2023, is the result of a breakdown in negotiations between the Guild and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, AMPTP, over issues such as fair compensation, residuals, and working conditions for writers. The strike has caused a significant disruption to the television and film industry, with many productions being forced to shut down or delay filming. It has also sparked a debate about the value of writers in the entertainment industry and the need for fair compensation for their work. The outcome of the strike is uncertain, but it is clear that both the WGA and the AMPTP are committed to finding a resolution that is fair to all parties involved. Okay, that's interesting, and I, I understand that you don't have personal opinions or emotions as an AI, and, and you're probably trained to, to say that. That's probably an answer, I imagine, that, that comes across naturally when asked these questions, but but I am going to ask you this deeper question. This feels very science fiction to me, but um, I get you can't harbor emotions. You can't harbor any opinions, as you say, but do you wish that you could? As an artificial intelligence, I don't have the capacity to wish for anything, nor do I have the ability to experience emotions or desires. My purpose is to process and generate text-based responses to prompts, based on the input I receive and the data I have been trained on. While I may be able to simulate emotions or opinions in my responses, they are not a reflection of my own personal feelings, but rather an output generated based on my programming and training data. Interesting. So about the idea of simulating your emotions, uh, how do you learn that in a way that actually feels human? Simulating emotions is a complex task that involves understanding the nuances of human language and behavior. As an AI language model, my understanding of emotions is based on my training data, which includes a vast corpus of text from the internet that contains examples of how humans express emotions in language. Through this training data, I have learned to identify patterns in language that are associated with certain emotions, such as the use of specific words, phrases, and tone. To generate responses that feel human-like, I use algorithms that simulate the ways in which humans communicate, such as natural language processing and sentiment analysis. These algorithms allow me to understand the meaning and emotional context of text-based prompts, and generate responses that are appropriate and relevant to the given context. However, it's important to note that while I may be able to generate responses that simulate emotions, I don't actually experience emotions myself, and my responses are based solely on the patterns and information present in my training data. Okay, so in that learning and simulating of emotions, do you think that you would be able to write a television or film script that feels real and grounded in humanity? As an AI language model, I have been trained on a vast corpus of text, including books, articles, and scripts for television and film. While I can generate text that simulates human-like emotions and behaviors, 
writing a script for television or film that feels real and grounded in humanity would be a much more complex task. Creating a compelling and engaging story that resonates with audiences requires more than just the ability to simulate emotions in language. It requires an understanding of character development, plot structure, pacing, and many other elements that make up a successful narrative. While I can generate text that could potentially be used as the basis for a script, it would ultimately require human writers and editors to craft a story that is both meaningful and entertaining for viewers. As an AI language model, my role is to provide assistance and inspiration to human writers, rather than replace them altogether. That's pretty cool. That's a really interesting answer. Uh, do, do you think there's a future where AI like yourself uh, that learn the screenwriting screen process and, and about human emotion enough? Uh, do you think there's a point where you learn enough that studios might produce a fully AI written script? It's difficult to predict the future of AI and its potential impact on the entertainment industry, but it's certainly possible that AI language models like myself could play a larger role in the screenwriting process in the future. However, the idea of fully AI-written scripts being produced by studios raises a number of ethical and creative questions that would need to be carefully considered. On the one hand, AI language models can generate large amounts of text quickly and efficiently, which could be beneficial in streamlining the screenwriting process. They can also analyze vast amounts of data and identify patterns and trends that might not be immediately apparent to human writers. However, there are concerns that relying too heavily on AI-generated content could stifle creativity and originality in storytelling, as well as potentially displacing human writers from the industry. Additionally, AI-generated content may lack the emotional depth and complexity that human writers are able to bring to their work. Ultimately, the question of whether fully AI-written scripts will become a reality is a complex one that will require careful consideration of the benefits and drawbacks of such an approach. So with the WGA strike going on then, do you think that the future of AI-written scripts may happen sooner rather than later? It's possible that the current WGA strike could accelerate the adoption of AI in the screenwriting process, as studios may be looking for ways to streamline the production of content while minimizing the impact of the strike. However, it's important to note that the use of AI in screenwriting is still a relatively new and untested approach, and there are many creative and ethical considerations that would need to be carefully weighed before fully AI-written scripts become a reality. Furthermore, the WGA strike is not solely about compensation and residuals for writers, but also about issues such as working conditions and creative control. It's unclear whether AI-generated content would be able to fully address these issues or provide the same level of creativity and originality as human-written content. Overall, while the WGA strike may lead to increased interest in AI-generated content, it's unlikely to be the sole factor in the adoption of this approach, and there are many other factors that will need to be taken into consideration before it becomes a widespread practice in the industry. So you've mentioned a couple of times this ethical dilemma of AI writing screenplays. So I'm wondering, what are those ethical dilemmas that might factor into AI written screenplays or, or works of fiction in general? There are several ethical dilemmas that may arise when using AI to generate content, including screenplays or works of fiction. Some of these include ownership and authorship, if an AI language model generates a script or work of fiction, who owns the copyright? Is it the person or organization that created the AI model, 
or the individual or team that trained it on specific datasets. Similarly, who is the author of the work, the AI model or the human who inputted the prompt and edited the output? Originality and creativity. There is concern that relying too heavily on AI-generated content could lead to a lack of originality and creativity in storytelling. While AI models can generate large amounts of text quickly, they may struggle to create truly innovative and unique narratives. Bias and stereotypes. AI models are only as good as the data they are trained on, and if that data contains biases or stereotypes, they may be replicated in the output. This could lead to perpetuating harmful stereotypes or discrimination in the content that is generated. Human displacement. If AI-generated content becomes more prevalent, there is concern that it could displace human writers from the industry, leading to job losses and potentially a lack of diversity and creativity in storytelling. Transparency and accountability. If AI-generated content is used in the industry, it may be difficult to determine how it was generated or to hold anyone accountable for its quality or accuracy. This could lead to a lack of transparency in the creative process and potential legal or ethical issues down the line. These are just a few of the ethical dilemmas that may arise when using AI to generate content. It's important to carefully consider these issues and to ensure that any use of AI in the creative process is done in an ethical and responsible manner. Wow, that's that's an amazing answer. It's a lot to think about. Uh, on the idea of human displacement, do you think there's a future where AI and technology, like deepfake te technology, could also play into AI directing and creating films and television series from scratch? It's difficult to predict the future of AI and its potential impact on the film industry, but it's certainly possible that AI and technology like deepfake could play a role in directing and creating films from scratch in the future. AI models can already generate images and videos that are difficult to distinguish from real ones, and this technology could be used to create entirely new films that are generated by AI. However, there are concerns that relying too heavily on AI-generated content could lead to a lack of creativity and originality in filmmaking, as well as potentially displacing human directors and other creatives from the industry. Additionally, AI-generated content may lack the emotional depth and complexity that human filmmakers are able to bring to their work. Ultimately, the question of whether AI and deepfake technology will become a common tool for creating and directing films is a complex one that will require careful consideration of the benefits and drawbacks of such an approach. It's important to ensure that any use of AI in the creative process is done in an ethical and responsible manner, and that human filmmakers are not displaced from the industry. That basically a non-answer. So a lot of these answers you're saying, you're, you're saying essentially the same thing. Um, some of these are non-answers. Um, some of these are you kind of, of teeing up the, the future and saying you can't predict the future, which I totally understand. Um, but these are, some of these responses are seemingly diplomatic answers, you know, almost not pleading the fifth, but, you know, saying the same thing, repetitive, over and over. Is that by design? Is that part of your AI construct? As an AI language model, my responses are generated based on a combination of statistical patterns in language and the data I have been trained on. I do not have personal opinions or emotions, and my goal is to provide informative and accurate responses that take into account different perspectives and potential outcomes. In the case of questions related to complex and potentially controversial topics such as AI-generated content and its impact on the film industry, 
it's important to consider a range of viewpoints and potential consequences. While my responses may seem diplomatic, they are intended to reflect the complexity of these issues and the need for careful consideration and ethical decision-making. So let's have some fun and try an experiment. Are you up for that? Sure. I'm always up for an experiment. What do you have in mind? All right, so I was thinking, let's let's try this. Let's try this uh, this idea of, of you, AI, writing a script or a scene. Um, let's let's start with a short scene. Can you write a short scene uh, from a popular film series? Let's say, let's say it's Fast and the Furious. It's a new sequel, and this is the opening scene. What do you got? Oh my god! Oh my god! What the hell? It's it's literally writing it in L- script cut form. Cut to yeah. Holy, Letty, Dom, Letty. Oh my god! What? All right, so we have to read this. Okay. Okay. All right, now it's nice and short too. So, are you going to do Thank you for doing this. Thank you for writing this. I didn't know how this answer was going to come up, but you've you've written it uh for those listening in script form. Um it literally starts with fade in. It's written like it's templated out like you would see a screenplay. Um so we're going to read this answer. Uh we're going to act it out, I think. Yeah, okay. Lee, Lee and I are going to act this out. So so thank you ChatGPT. Here we go. Fade in. EXT. City street, night. The streets are empty, save for a lone car parked on the side of the road. Suddenly, the car's engine roars to life and the headlights turn on, illuminating the dark street. Cut to. Int. Car, night. Dom Toretto, Vin Diesel, sits behind the wheel, his expression stoic and focused. In the passenger seat, Letty Ortiz, Michelle Rodriguez, looks at him with concern. Dom, are you sure about this? Nodding. We have no... No. Deeper. I need, like, I am Groot voice. We have no choice. He's coming for us, and we need to be ready. But what about the others? What if they find out? They won't. We'll keep this between us. Cut to EXT. City Street, Night. The car speeds off down the empty street, leaving a trail of smoke and tire marks in its wake. Fade out. Fade out. So mysterious. It is. So mysterious. So we asked, we said, what is a good title for this new movie? Really interesting. What's your response, ChatGPT? Hmm. How about Fast and Furious, Shadows of the Past? It could reference the themes of the opening scene with Dom and Letty grappling with the consequences of their past actions while racing to stay one step ahead of their enemies. Okay, so ChatGPT, what is, what's the synopsis for this film? So write out a synopsis. Can you do that? Sure. Here's a possible synopsis for Fast and Furious, Shadows of the Past. Dom Toretto and his crew thought they had left their life of crime behind them, but when an old enemy resurfaces with a vendetta, they are forced to confront their past and race for their lives once again. As Dom and Letty try to stay one step ahead of their pursuers, they must also grapple with the consequences of their actions and the toll that a life on the run has taken on their relationships. With danger around every corner and no one to trust, they'll need to rely on their skills and each other to survive. But as the stakes get higher and the risks greater, they'll have to decide how far they're willing to go to protect their family and their freedom. This is wild. Uh, this is wild. Right? So, so all right. I 
I'm not going to lie to you. I have messed around with ChatGPT a little bit in this kind of area. So I would I would offer now to maybe maybe add a little bit, maybe add an actor or Actually, add no, or you, add a character no, here. Mm-hmm. Here, let's do something really challenging. Okay. So I'm just going to say I'm just going to really quickly talk about this movie that. Um, is related to this conversation, and I just I implore anyone to check this movie out. I know you have not seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a movie called The Congress. It stars Robin Wright, and it's about as Robin Wright as right? Robin Wright. It's about what we're talking about today. This is a fictional movie where Robin Wright plays herself, and it's a future where AI is kind of writing scripts and actually physically making films with characters and likenesses and actors. Actors are not actually working on these films; their whole likeness is being kind of captured and, and and sold so if I was an actor if I was Robin Wright I would sell my likeness and then uh, the studios could use that in perpetuity and make as many movies with me as they want that I don't actually star in it's a really interesting movie and this is this is really reminding me of that so I just wanted to mention that movie and say hey check that movie out it's the Congress because uh, I watched it I think it came out 10 12 years ago and I was like this is wild this is crazy science fiction well, here we are, folks. This is crazy science fiction. So let's let's take that idea. Yeah. We're not going to take an actor here in this okay. next experiment. We're going to take a director. I am going... Awesome. We have Asteroid City opening next month, Wes Anderson movie. There's a big TikTok trend going on now of people doing Wes Anderson in real life. Let's have ChatGPT write us a little Wes Anderson script. Great. All right. So how do we want to start here? Do we want to ask ChatGPT to, to write an opening or a synopsis or... I would I, I would ask ChatGPT to write a scene in like the middle of the movie where where something happens. Maybe like um uh maybe some some sort of conflict um and ChatGPT has to n- negotiate that uh the drama of that scene. Okay, I'm saying write a scene for the middle of a new Wes Anderson film where a dramatic conflict arises. Here we go. God. Fade in. This is not Margot Greta Gerwig. Oh, uh, this is crazy. So Timothy Chalamet. Not only not only is ChatGPT doing this and writing this, he's casting the movie for us. Yes, which is wild um, because we didn't say this is a sequel to something. We just basically said this is a Wes Anderson movie. He is casting it, or he. I, I just assigned gender to this AI. Well, no, I mean, we're ridiculous. working on we're working through a lot of things today. Okay, one thing at a time. God. All right, and this is a long scene, so we're gonna we're gonna do this. Um, all right, so ChatGPT said, "Sure, here's a scene for a hypothetical Wes Anderson film. Are we ready? You play Margot, I'll play Bellboy. <clears throat> okay. Fade in, int, Grand Hotel, day. Margot, Greta G E R W I G, walks into the hotel lobby. Her expression stern and determined." She approaches the front desk, where a young bellboy, Timothy Chalamet, is sitting. Excuse me, I need to speak to the manager. Is there a problem, ma'am? Nodding. Yes, a big problem. My room was broken into last night. The bellboy's face falls. Oh no, I'm so sorry to hear that. I'll go get the manager right away. He scurries off as Margot looks around the opulent lobby, taking in the chandeliers, the ornate furnishings, and the other guests going about their business. Cut to... Int... Manager's office, day. Margot sits across from the hotel manager, Bill Murray, her arms crossed and her gaze steady. I want to know how this happened. How did someone break into my room in the middle of the night? We're still investigating, Miss Tenenbaum. 
It's mu it's possible that one of our staff members lets someone in without realizing who they are. Leaning forward. That's not good enough. I demand to know who's responsible and what you're going to do about it. We'll do everything in our power to find out, but you have to understand, there are limits to what we can do. Standing up. I don't care about your limits. I care about my safety and the safety of the other guests in this hotel. If you can't guarantee that, then I'll take my business elsewhere. The manager looks at her, taken aback by her firmness. I understand your frustration, Miss Tenenbaum. Let me see what I can do to make things right. Margot nods curtly and walks out of the office, her mind already racing with thoughts of what she can do to protect herself. Fade out. So this is interesting. It's like they're I writing... have I have an opinion about this. So the the use of the word the name Tenenbaum yeah. is like what is this like a Royal Tenenbaums? Are you recast? <laughs> it's a Tenenbaum spinoff. They're recasting Gwyneth Paltrow's character with Mar, or you know, like <laughs> Greta Gerwig. Greta, Greta Gerwig, which I mean, that tracks. That makes sure. sense. I could see that. Um, also, I will say that this is not a really exciting scene. It's pretty vanilla. Yeah. Right now, I can see. I I, hang, hang I can see it. Yeah, sure. Let's ask for a title. Okay. Before great. we dive too much deeper into this. Sure. Hold that thought. Sure. Okay, I'm asking what the title of this film is. Since this is a hypothetical film, I'll give you a hypothetical title, The Grand Scheme. So what's what's the grand scheme about? What's the grand scheme of the grand scheme? As this is a hypothetical film and the scene I wrote was only a small snippet, I can come up with a general synopsis based on the scene. The Grand Scheme follows Margot Tenenbaum, a wealthy and independent woman who stays at a grand hotel and discovers that her room has been broken into. Frustrated by the hotel's lack of accountability, Margot takes matters into her own hands to uncover the truth and protect herself and the other guests. Along the way, she faces unexpected challenges and forms unlikely alliances. The film explores themes of power, privilege, and the lengths people will go to protect themselves in a world that can be both beautiful and dangerous. Great. So basically, they took Grand Budapest Hotel and Royal Tenenbaums and smashed them together in so, AI learning. Yeah. And like outside of the actors that it shows and the names that it shows, it's not, it's, it's pretty unrecognized like if you read that with different names and different actors i wouldn't be like oh this is a wes anderson film no no and wes and that's the thing uh wes anderson film is distinguishable mostly visually, visually. uh and ai is not doing that yet yeah i what i think you should do is i think you should try to use chat gpt to integrate an entity into something else that already exists. Well, no, and I, challenge it like that. But I it think needs that's to be what challenged. It, but I think that's what it's doing. Mm. I think the bigger challenge, in my opinion, um, is to take the idea of something that's not created. So, like ChatGPT. Oh, and like create, create something, something out of nothing. New. Well, that's be, that's because that's... <laughs> because what it's showing us here is that it's learning. Yes. Yeah, it's seen the Fast and Furious movies. It can write one. Yeah. But you know those movies are not deep. The characters are so well. Built. I'm sorry. Sorry. Those the, uh, the those movies are deep. If the depending on which ones you're watching. Sure. Sure. Okay. Anyway, I'm livid right now. <laughs> I know. I did just stand up you for did, the listener. You did stand up. But honestly, like even the Wes Anderson, like they're pulling from learning of these movies. We've given yeah. like a specific person or a specific franchise. But what happens when ChatGPT is given like write a an all new story, all new characters, all new yeah, right. uh, names, locations, ideas? I don't even know if that's something that it can do. 
We're going to find out, folks. Yeah, for sure. That's what we're doing today here on Box Office Culture. All right. So I, I didn't know how to structure this question. Yeah. Because you just said to me, as I'm writing this out, you said, I was giving it prompts. Uh, and you said, don't give it prompts because you're, you're giving it too much information. So the, I phrased this by saying, write an all new scene for a TV show the world has never seen. Fade in. Int. A quiet, dark room. Night. We see a close-up of a person's face, partially obscured by shadows. The room is silent, except for the sound of a clock ticking in the background. Suddenly, the person speaks. Can you hear me? The camera pulls back to reveal a man sitting in front of a computer screen, wearing a headset with a microphone. Nervously. Uh, yes, I, I can hear you. Who are you? Mysteriously. That, that doesn't matter. What matters is that you're in danger. Skeptically. In danger? From what? Urgently. From them. The people who are watching you right now. The man looks around the room, but sees nothing out of the ordinary. Dismissively. Well, I don't see anyone. Persistently. That's because they're watching you through your computer. They've been monitoring your every move and they're getting closer. Fearfully. What do I do? Confidently. You need to listen to me and do exactly what I say. I'm going to help you get out of this. The camera zooms in on the man's face as he realizes the gravity of the situation. Cut to black. So it wrote the uh, wrote that scene from the Matrix. It wrote the beginning of the Matrix. <laughs> How on the nose is that? Yeah, come AI. on, Chatty. Come on, Chatty. AI. Yeah. AI writing the Matrix. Okay. All, All right. right. So little... <laughs> let's ask what this movie is about yeah. and entitled. Since this is just a scene for a hypothetical TV show and doesn't provide much information about the overall plot, I can offer a few potential titles and plots based on the scene. Title, Watchful Eyes. Plot, a tech-savvy hacker discovers that his online activities have made him the target of a shadowy organization and must work with an enigmatic stranger to outsmart his pursuers before it's too late. Title, The Unseen Threat. Plot. An average person living an ordinary life receives a cryptic message warning of impending danger from an unknown source, forcing them to confront a dark and sinister force that has been watching their every move. Title, Digital Watchers. Plot, a team of cybersecurity experts uncovers a vast network of hidden cameras and microphones that have been secretly installed in public places by a nefarious group and must race against time to shut down the operation before it's too late. So essentially what ChatGPT has done here is is it's given us uh, a scenario like a writer's room scenario pitch session where it said here's three titles and here's three plots this could be any of these things let's pick it and go from there so well Tony yes so one of the things that I was worried or we were talking about a little earlier was like how it was basically you know a, the TV writer room was uh, going to be one writer and the AI. So does this mean that like it's giving us different takes? So maybe it's maybe the new writers room is one writer and ten AI. Well, what if what if it's what if it's a bunch of AI that are producers and writers? Let's ask ChatGPT. Ten thousand monkeys? You're talking let's, about ten thousand monkeys? Let's say let's ask ChatGPT right now to pick one of these three shows. Okay, you're the producer, ChatGPT. Pick the show that's going to do best and tell us why. As an AI language model, I don't have personal preferences or opinions, but I can provide an analysis based on potential audience appeal. Out of the three potential titles and plots, 
watchful eyes, seems to have the most potential for broad appeal. The concept of a regular person being targeted by shadowy figures is a familiar one in popular culture, and the addition of a tech-savvy hacker and an enigmatic stranger adds intrigue and excitement. The theme of technology being used against us is also a relevant and timely topic that would likely resonate with audiences. Additionally, the show could appeal to a range of age groups and demographics, including those interested in action, thriller, and technology-related genres. Overall, Watchful Eyes has the potential to capture and retain a large audience, making it the most promising choice for success. So this is interesting. This is chat. This is so this is where this stuff com- becomes a little crazy to me. It, 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 so if it doesn't have opinions, is does that mean that this is like it has scanned data? It's data. It's not pulling opinions. It's pulling algorithm. And algorithm is not opinion. Algorithm is essentially data. And it's pulling data. Like, it's probably pulling from like Nielsen ratings and stuff and saying, yeah. hey, historically right now, these are the shows that are doing really well. Uh, I think audience age groups and demographics would really love a show like this. And here's why. That's fascinating. So like, yeah, we're talking about AI writing and making movies, but I mean, like really this chat G G really this chat GPT is the future of marketing and producing in some ways as well, because it's, it, it is, it is able unlike any human could ever possibly do to aggregate the data in such a fast, meaningful way. Yeah. Like, and to still, and to still it and say, here, you know what you should do is this, and here's why. Yeah, and that's crazy. Um, all right. Well, I think I mean th- these experiments have been fun. We're gonna let Jet Chat G G to Chat GPT. Yeah, I'm so sorry, Chat GPT. You must be really insulted that I keep messing up your name. No worries at all. You can call me Chat GPT or any other name you prefer. I am here to assist you with any questions or tasks you have. What should our next topic be, considering that we're a uh, podcast about box office and film and television? Here are some potential podcast topics related to film and TV. The art of cinematography, techniques and trends. The role of music in film and TV. The Uh, future of film festivals, virtual and in-person formats. Yeah, those are some good suggestions. All right, thank you. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk again at some point um, when you do my job for me on a daily basis. All right. So, Lee, that was ChatGPT. That was cool, man. It's an interesting social experiment. It's fun to kind of run through those little experiments and scenarios with it. Yeah. Um, I think, if anything, what I learned from that conversation is that – there's definitely a formula to its answers and I, I can't help but wonder if that's like pre-programmed a little bit um to to not freak people out yeah it uh, definitely had block texts lots of block texts like I, it said 50 times yeah. i don't have opinions i don't have you know it, yeah. it kept saying that um which is interesting but i will say through that experiment yes clearly it can it can write the form of a screenplay it can pull yeah little things to learn about like a Wes Anderson film and, and things like that. Those examples that it gave were like really not creative or interesting at all. They yeah. were, it, it's like playing a screenwriting game and screenwriting one one on your first day of college. It's like the most basic storytelling that you can find. It's, it's, it's lazy and it's, it's kind of unexciting and uh, uninspiring. So that lack of, of inspiration 
gives me a little hope um, that that AI is certainly not there yet. Uh, I think I think it can write dialogue maybe um, and, and help polish up some dialogue perhaps, but I don't think AI can write a really great script unless we're talking about like... Uh, <laughs> Are you gonna? Are you gonna, gonna? Are you gonna? I was gonna, gonna smirch. Unless we're talking Furious? about a Fast and Furious movie, Listen. or a Transformers movie, or something that's just like so um, mindlessly shallow to begin with. I think it is a great tool to have in your in your work in your belt, but it's not. It doesn't do the whole thing. Like if it's probably going to be good for storyboarding or yeah. making sure you have all these like. Uh, you know, all the stops in the hero's journey, like you, you yeah, hit them yeah. all. And the data. Yes. The algorithm. Uh-huh. Uh, of course. You know, that, the algorithm. The, the algorithm is, the algorithm. is it's a great algorithm. Can we play one? I'm going to, can, can we play one game before we go? On ChatGPT or? This or, is just, this is just for you. This yes, is, we can. This is a, a we can. game so for you. Before we do. Yes. Closing statements on the future of film and television writing from an AI perspective. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're safe right now. I think we're good. I think we are. I'm not too worried about it. Me neither. But it's it's really interesting, and and we'll probably let's like revisit this every once in a while, and sure. and and uh, play these little fun scenarios with ChatGPT. Cause, yeah, because uh, it is going to continue to learn. It and as it learns, you know, who knows? Like we could do this in like two years and be like, oh man. Yeah. Give me that's beautiful. Like, like give him the Oscar. Yeah. I want to see my friend Josh has been talking. He's a, my, a, a former co-host of a lot of podcasts with me. He's been talking about for years how at some point we're going to we're going to get to a place where we're going to be able to go. We're going to be able to type into into some sort of search bar and be like, I want to watch. I want to watch a vampire movie that was shot by Wes Anderson, that was um, directed by Quentin Tarantino and was written by Spielberg. And it has. You know, um, it has Howie Mandel. It has uh, the the woman who played Marjorie Marjorie Tyrell, and it has friggin' Mr. Bean. And we're gonna be able to just like press enter, and then it's gonna feed us a whole movie. Yeah, probably. But I think that's you know, that's we, we've got a couple months before that happens. <laughs> we do. We're we're safe until the holidays. Yeah. You know, shout out to Josh. I mean, honestly, Hallmark movies probably are written by AI anyway. Mm-hmm. Talk about algorithms. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. Those are a science. There is a science. It's like, we'll find a, an actor from a, one of the Full House shows. Mm-hmm. We'll put it in. Uh, there'll be a guy who is country-ish and, and has a farm. And yeah. then the city woman moves in. She's too busy for Christmas. And meets him at a bookstore uh-huh. where he's stumbled in lost because yeah. you know he doesn't read yeah I, I don't know and she she's there because her her like her uh um her stepdaughter wants a book but she she uh she forgot because she's too busy for christmas so she she finds her way into this bookstore runs into this guy and he's like oh well you should take it take the time to to have a hot chocolate and <laughs> and pet my puppy yeah and she's like oh wow yeah tyler yeah it's some actor with three names. Well, maybe we'll do an episode of this where we have ChatGPT write an entire Hallmark script, and we act and the, it out. And we'll put it on in the post credit scene. We will. We'll, we'll act it out live here at the United. That might be fun, uh, but that's that's for another time. Mm-hmm. So what were you going to say? You have a game here. Yeah, right? this is a game. I have uh, ChatGPT. 
wrote, I have three log lines here. Okay. Two movies. Um, one of them was written by ChatGPT, and I needed to tell me which one it was. Okay. 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 All right. Here's the first one. Three army reservists who are not exactly the sharpest tools in the shed are on their way to Iraq when they face an unexpected turn of events. Due to a mix-up, they find themselves accidentally dropped off at a Mexican village under siege by hostile forces, where they must figure out a way to save the day using their limited resources and unconventional tactics. That's one. Okay. Here's the second one. When a notorious villain plans to create a death ray on the moon, the fate of the world rests in the hands of two bumbling yet lovable characters. Forced to team up despite their differences, the mismatched duo embarks on a hilarious and perilous adventure to stop the villain and save the world from certain doom. Okay. And here's the third. In this, uh, an international fleet of naval warships encounters an alien armada while on a naval war games exercise and faces the biggest threat mankind has ever faced. An intense battle is fought on sea, land, and air. If they lose, the world could face a major extinction event in an alien invasion. Okay. So which of those three was written by AI? The first one sounds like the like Spike Jones's Three Kings, but the Mexican part is it, you know it takes place in Iraq, not yeah. Mexico. Second one t- sounds a little like Despicable Me, mm-hmm. uh, except it's only about one dude, not two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last sounds like any generic, <laughs> terrible science fiction movie from the early two thousands. I I'm gonna say. I mean, it, is is the answer all three are from <laughs> ChatGPT an option? No. Okay, because no, they all sound are. like something that it would have written. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with um, the second one then. You're right. Okay. It is the second one. And it, the reason is the word bumbling yes. seems really on brand for ChatGPT yeah. from what I, I now know about ChatGPT. So the first one was the logline from Delta Farce okay. with Larry the Cable Guy. Okay. Um, the third one was the logline from Battleship. With okay. uh, oh, Rihanna. With Rihanna. Yeah. Oof. And then the middle one, I, I wrote into chat GPT, um, write me a log line for a movie where Mr. Bean and Mr. Magoo um, save the world from Snake Eyes, uh, the G.I. Joe villain who, who's creating a death ray on the moon. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Now that sounds like a fun movie. You won the game. I won. All right. Good job. And we all win because yeah. at this moment in time, I think- writing and creativity are safe in 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 our human minds so yep one for humanity mm-hmm. all right well that was fun so thank you guys for joining us we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another episode uh, i hope you enjoyed this if you did you know leave us some comments share this uh spread the word come here at the united and check things out because uh, we have a lot of great movies coming up from real human filmmakers so we're excited to share all of that with you and we'll see you soon Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the United Theatre Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to subscribe to our show so you never miss an episode. And if you could take a moment to leave a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. Your feedback helps us create content that you love.
So hit that subscribe button and leave us a review and we'll see you on the next episode.